Welcome to Not Coming Soon. This is the podcast in which we bring you the ideas of the movies of the future. They won't be coming soon, probably never at all, but we're here to entertain and delight. Mm. My name is Jeff Myers. My name is Ryan Myers, and Jeffy, it's exciting because now we can call this, in tandem with podcast, a video podcast. You're really ambitious, and I appreciate your positivity. If you are hearing this as an audio-only version, it's because we couldn't get it to work. So, oh, actually, yeah, that's a good point. Pen- pending video. <laughs> pending video. This week is part two in our three-part series on the Ancient Warrior. Mm-hmm. Now, if this is your first time joining us, d- don't worry, you haven't missed too much. Uh, what we're going to be doing uh, going forward is uh, presenting an idea in three parts. The first one will be about general idea, general kind of direction that we're thinking about. Second, we'll delve a little bit deeper. We'll get into maybe some casting decisions, develop the plot a little bit further. Three, we'll, we'll tie a little ribbon on it and, and finish, up, uh, finish up our uh, idea and ship it. You know, yeah. we'll ship it to the the studios and yeah. they can sell it. They can do sell what it. they will with it. We'll sell it. That being said, before we jump into part two, mm. did you watch the Batman? I did watch the Batman. I've I've seen the Batman twice now. Okay, let's talk initial thoughts and then we'll dive into after the second viewing. See what that second viewing did. Okay. Uh, so intrigued. initial thoughts. Yeah. Very much. Very much enjoyed this movie. It was so dark. Very dark. It yep. was oh, yeah. a serial killer Batman movie pretty intense it's starting to get a little bit to the point of like okay can we acknowledge that this dude is just dressed up as a bat he's just walking around with his mask on with two little bunny ears yeah but his footsteps Um, are super ominous so they're super ominous very ominous Um, it's starting to get too grounded in reality to the point where it's like why is he running around in a bat suit yeah and why is he not using his vast resources to help in the ludicrously large amount of ways he could with his fortune i see i keep seeing that point brought up and you're right the more the more grounded in reality these movies become the more you're like okay who would actually do this like imagine imagine Uh, watching this movie in, in any batman movie really without like the comic batman like everyone being super familiar with batman and the villains and all that like imagine if somebody just wrote a screenplay called the batman and no one knew what that was and people might take a second look i don't know but yeah, yeah let's not get away from the fact that we did enjoy it it stretched i think longer than it should have uh what was what was the total runtime 245 yeah something something, something like, like that. that it was bordering three hours for yeah sure. and i was i was super into it from the beginning up until probably somewhere between the middle and the 75 percent mark and then at that point i'm kind of just like okay where's this going because it kind of felt like you, you know this when we got into telling our stories where you just find yourself saying and then this happened and then this happened and then this happened it just kept, kept feeling like they were jumping from thing to thing it just seemed it just seemed stretched out to me and i i felt like i lost a little bit of interest toward the towards the end to be a little spoilery i okay so so my first viewing about like halfway through i really needed to use the facilities and just powered through Mm. so it made the very long movie feel even longer than it was uh second time around i didn't feel that length second time around yeah second time around i uh, was like very fine with how long it was. Okay. Um, but I was like waning 
waning interest. Well, it, it, it really felt like a slap to the bladder when Batman says, I think it might be time for this to end. And Gordon goes, what? The Batman. 40 minutes of film <laughs> was left. <laughs> Him saying that? Having no, this being our foray into the Robert Pattinson Batman and this specific yeah. Batman world, to me it didn't feel like it was time for the Batman to end. I, I didn't feel the weight of crushing years in his past of doing this. Yeah, well, that's, that's, but that's not what he was saying. It, it wasn't like, I'm, I'm. Oh, he's the problem. I need to stop doing this. I think it was this, the Riddler, this video mm -hmm. is a video exposing Bruce Wayne as the Batman. And that was going to ruin everything. Mm. That's what his, th that's, that, in my opinion, that, that was his, his thought process. And then okay. he goes to see the Riddler and then the Riddler goes, goes through his like speech. And right. I was, I was really kind of, the, the movie was losing me a little bit when I thought that the Riddler knew Bruce Wayne, Batman was Bruce Wayne uh -huh. and he was about to unmask him. And when it was revealed that, the Riddler doesn't know that he's Bruce Wayne. Then I was like, all right, I'm back in. Okay. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I thought that was such like, because I was convinced that the Riddler was oh, just well, going yeah. to. They obviously, yeah. like, it is, it seems 100% like he knows. Did you notice the m multiple scenes and even specific lines? I need to go back. I remember, but that were like straight out of Nolan Batman movies. So, like, when they're going, uh, aerial shot around the city of, okay, there's going to be spoilers. Sorry. Um, yeah, it's over. Based on box office numbers, I'm sure you've seen it. Where aerial shot of the various points around Gotham exploding. Very similar to uh, the stuff exploding around the city for Bane, uh, Dark Knight Rises. There's the interrogation yeah. in the prison scene. It's different. It's a different scene. Totally. But very... Similar vibes. And they said, I I should have looked back. And there was at least two times where I'm like, that exact line is in either Dark Knight or Dark Knight Rises. And I can't remember what they are. I'd have to watch it again. But if I watch it again, I'll tell you. Well, I I mean, they're all kind of based on comic books. I, I know. <laughs> I know. And I did like they moved away. Uh, it Whereas Dark Knight is kind of more the, I don't know. Parts of it are more, they dive more into the Bruce Wayne story, uh, where this one was very much focused on the Batman, which I thought was yeah. a good alteration to kind of get away. Yeah, and I, I do think as, as this iteration of Batman, if it continues, I assume it will because it's been so successful so mm -hmm. far. That's kind of what this movie is setting up, right? That... It's not enough to be just Batman. Uh, like even you have the scene with the mayor, uh -huh. who's like talking to to Bruce Wayne about his resources and mm -hmm. philanthropy and being able to be a symbol of hope, yeah. both beyond the by cowl. night and by day. Yeah, nice tagline. I think will be something nice. uh, something to to see in in future installments. Yeah. If they do a trilogy, maybe the third one, he literally never dresses up as Batman. It's just the Bruce Wayne. <laughs> the Waynes. The Waynes. It's a, it's a sitcom. <laughs> it's Starling Marlon Waynes. So what else What else are you watching? You watching other things? Oh, I watched every single Batman movie. Of course. Um, in the past week. Uh, you say every I'm not single. not well. <laughs> <laughs> 
when I say every single, I I mean Batman 1989, okay. Batman Returns, Batman mm. Forever. Mm. Batman and Robin, mm. Batman Begins, Yikes. The Dark Knight, yep. The Dark yep. Knight Rises, Batman v Superman, and oh. the Snyder Cut. I did not watch Justice League. Oh, well, every single. Justice, <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice League. You didn't? Oh, you did. I didn't watch, I didn't didn't watch, watch the... Justice League. I watched Zack Snyder's oh, okay, Justice League. Okay, 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 okay. And I watched Joker. Not doing well upstairs. Mm-mm. Uh, also watched this uh, movie on Hulu uh, called Fresh. Fresh. Um, it's a, a new movie with Sebastian Stan. And they really don't tell you what the movie's about until 30 minutes in. Yeah, I, and I don't want to give anything away. Okay. I would recommend a watch. It's like not phenomenal. Uh-huh. It's just really an interesting way to tell the, the story that they told. So I would recommend it. Yeah, All right. It it's cool. like uh, back half's more of thrillery. Oh, All right. Yeah. Yeah. What are you up to? Well, I really I'm excited to talk about this. Uh, a week ago, something like that, we went to go see Amadeus in a theater with a live orchestra. Oh wow! And so they played the music for the whole movie. Even they had a choir, they had a piano person, and it was a full orchestra. So they had edited out all the music in the actual movie, and they played it, and it was incredible. And that's a really cool movie to see it for because there's so much. Uh, it's like based around uh, composition, and there's scenes where the conductor is conducting and he's mirroring whatever the actual guy is doing. That's cool. So really, really cool experience. And that was my first time seeing Amadeus. Have you seen it? I have not seen Amadeus. It's so incredible. Sure. It's incredible. Eight Oscars. Yeah eight really yeah no it's All it's right. a cap very captivating movie and i also did not know that mozart was the way that he was he's kind of a goofy oh, guy oh, yeah it's funny um it's funny and very sad it's very tragic but great great movie the acting is incredible it's just like i felt like i was hanging on the so the main guy who it's not mozart is this the main guy is telling his story about his interactions with mozart um, okay. And that guy is just like, it's, it's the way they tell it is really good. And, um, all the acting in it is really, really cool. And obviously the costumes and music is super well done. So highly recommend Amadeus. And if you ever get a chance yeah. to go see something with a live orchestra, highly recommend. Cause that was, it just like yeah. added to it. It was really, really, it was a great experience. Unfortunately we got our tickets a little late. So we were like, Nice. <laughs> yeah in the orchestra and, but it, it was kind of tough because we had to look over the maestro so like we hit mm-hmm. we, we we couldn't oh, see part okay, of the yeah. screen no. partially obstructed view partially obstructed view oh i watched i finally i watched the last night not the last night the last duel last duel last duel i like i, I like the way that was told i think that was a cool thing and it was really cool to see that's another that's a movie that you could probably go back and watch multiple times because of the little subtle yeah. differences between each person's viewpoint. I was focusing on it because you had told me that that was, that was part of the story. And so I was focusing on it in, in the beginning of each telling so I could notice those, yeah. but there was stuff that I'm, I'm sure I missed. Ridley Scott? Yeah. Yeah. Most people haven't seen it because it did so poorly at um Yeah, it did the box really office. bad. Ridley was pretty mad about that. But okay, so that you were... I feel like those people are so removed... And they shouldn't be, 
they sh they shouldn't be so removed from mm -hmm. the fact that it was released during a pandemic. Like yeah. I'm I'm going to movies yeah. and every time I'm like, should I be doing this? Still. Mm. And like I love going to the movies. Like yeah. casual moviegoers are not clamoring no. to go back to No. Ever I mean I'm yeah, they're they're going back, sure, to see Spider Man. Exactly. They're going back to see the Batman because they don't want like spoilers like yeah. they they're really excited to see the next installment and there's a lot of hype around these things but the, there's not like you don't have to do a crazy amount of marketing to make people excited about those things and the movie companies weren't putting crazy amount of marketing into things like the last duel no. because people didn't want to go to the movie theaters no i didn't know anything about the last duel until you told me about it and the most intriguing part to me that made me want to see it was that it's the same story told three different perspectives. That's cool. That's what I want to see. Yeah. It, I love Adam Driver, love um, Matt Damon, love Ben Affleck, but it's like I've seen them and stuff, and it just it, it didn't really seem to me like a must-see. And then I was like, oh, that's kind of that's interesting. I want to see that. So I had to wait till it yeah. came on streaming. So I ended up, I didn't, I, I mean, technically I paid for it, but that's another yeah. thing. I'm so, I'm so intrigued, especially like originals, like Netflix originals how they make money on that it's got to be like product placement because it, it there's no box office numbers yeah, uh, i mean they have data to say like this drove this many viewers mm -hmm. and that like they can extrapolate data to say like this caused x amount of people to stay engaged with netflix and mm -hmm. stay subscribed to netflix so it, it's like a weird calculus that they they do. Yeah, um, but I mean, it's gotta yeah, be. it's yeah, not no... nearly as direct as no, box no. office numbers. No. <laughs> Speaking of Netflix originals, I watched the Adam Project. How how was it? It was a movie with Ryan Reynolds and Mark Ruffalo about time travel. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I wouldn't. Have you go... seen Free Guy? I have seen Free Guy. I didn't. I put off Free Guy, and I I kind of I like Free Guy. I kind of like Free Guy. I kind of like Free Guy. So would you say it's like similar to that feel? No, because Free Guy is blatantly comical, I would say. Okay. Uh, Adam Project is mostly serious with the like classic quibs of Ryan Reynolds for humor. Okay. They just, they, they don't, it doesn't develop as much as it, okay. you know, it, it, so, it, it, it's pretty superficial, I would say. It, it, it's okay. not crazy deep. They, I will say that they did. The ending is. Um, okay. It was a good ending. Because Sean Sean Levy directed both Free Guy and The Adam Project, and yes, and he's going to be directing Deadpool three. It, it so, seemed for this one like yeah, they, they wanted to put something together. It's fun. I yeah. need. I, I I could potentially watch it again. All right. I I feel <clears throat> I feel warmed up. Mm. How are you feeling? Ooh, warm. All right. I've got some ideas. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me hear. Oh it. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm a idea machine over here. You, <laughs> that doesn't bode well for the amount of content that you've. Uh, you, oh, you've that been I developing. Have? Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just excited to hear your ideas. Okay, so yeah, for those of you joining us for the first time, yeah, welcome. Uh, 
and we're gonna I'm gonna give a quick summary of what we've got so far uh, mm -hmm. and then we're gonna kind of develop this idea a little bit more so this is the ancient warrior that we're talking about mm. uh, the our story starts off in uh, in a time long ago a warrior is is on a quest to conquer the whole world uh, he comes across an eternal power uh, mm. some uh, some spirit that grants him the gift of immortality and power to complete his quest of conquering the world. In his time, even with this power, he's discovered that that's just not, uh, not really possible. You conquer one part of the world, the other part of the world has gone to gone their gone own way. Point. So not really able to do so. And he's given up on his quest and we find him present day as a professor of history. He's just living out his his eternal days as a regular old Joe Schmo. Uh, and then we there's some something awakens the spirit that grants him this power to begin with. He's not angry. He's he's not happy about the way that our our ancient warrior has conducted himself and and given up on his pursuit, uh, and that's kind of where we are. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to throw out there before we before we try to develop this a little bit further? So we're we're locking in that his quest is to conquer the world. Oh, yeah. Well, because no. so that was my first long-winded uh, uh, description, yeah. and then I think we ended up cutting it to where it was just like. He's trying to do something. How I had it, what, it originally was uh, conquer the world or conquer humanity. Yeah, in, in I think, some way. and I think that's a good impossible task. That was the main idea. Was he's trying to conquer the world, and then in this being granting him the ability or the longevity to potentially do that, he's trying to, or it's trying to conquer the world as well in in some form. It's trying to do something. No, that's, I think and it's good. Tonally, we want this to be uh, comedic. I think, we, the, I think the way that we positioned it was somewhere between, uh, and this is in the vein of kind of historical eternal beings, between yes. what we do in the shadows and the mummy tonally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. somewhere in between there. It, it kind of, kind of an interesting message or point to the movie that is ponderous so not totally absurd but yeah with a fair amount of right. comedy because it's obviously going to be interesting watching this person who is trying to keep up with trends and all that and struggles more than most because he has more stuff to remember or more habits to break potentially how should we start so what should we what should we look at what pieces should we start to add here well, I was just kind of thinking the way that we can take that that tone, the way that I'm kind of thinking about how we open it. Uh -huh. um, I think it's interesting if he's met on the battlefield by this spirit. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they kind of converse about how they're um, trying to conquer the world and the spirit grants him the power to do so, but mm -hmm. it, it's not... It's impossible. It's an impossible task still, even with this power. But yeah, he's granted this power, and he like feels it coursing through his veins, and then he like throws up his sword and like is ready, ready to go. And then we like cut to black, yes. and then you open on present day, and he's just lecturing. Absolutely. I I, w I was kind of thinking grading papers. 
Yeah, great. Um, that's yeah, that's funny. That's yeah, yeah like yeah. yes, that was the big uh, like like almost like cutting to uh, Mr. Incredible when he's at the computer in the insurance. Agency. Yes, like that vibe for sure is definitely what I wanted when we went from the ancient world to uh, to modern times. And I was kind of thinking. Um, my first thought was he meets some foe on the battlefield mm-hmm. who stops mm-hmm. him. And he's actually in retreat when in desperation he agrees ah, to this power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we see him conquer that, whoever the foe was that he couldn't beat before. Mm-hmm. Um, and expect, I did it. And then nothing happening because there's a whole other continent. There's there's more yeah. land, more people than they, they thought was there. And then boom, cut to <laughs> him. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Great papers. Um, okay, so then from there, yes, he's just kind of living, right? And he's dating and just like trying doing to. bills and trying, yeah, trying to like <laughs> de- like date in the modern world. Um, <laughs> there's so much. There's so much to do with this. Yeah, so he's just like out to dinner and uh, just kind of like, so uh, where are you from? Yeah. <laughs> And so I like, it's a, it's yeah. a far away country. Uh, you probably haven't heard of it. And I'm trying. So, and another point I was thinking of is, what do we make it look like when this entity comes back? If it's in a museum, if it's buried somewhere, and what form does it take to like kind of pester him? One one thought I had was kind of like a venom type relationship. Yeah. Um, where it's like over his shoulder, he's the only one that can see it. I, I'm worried that's too similar, but um, that was what I what I was kind of thinking of. Oh, that that he is kind of haunted by this by this spirit. Kinda, yeah. Either either that, or it takes like it takes some human form. What if we do kind of like a split movie where you have the thing that's happened in the beginning? You have him as a professor living life, and it's kind of like rom commy yeah in the middle and then it kind of goes back and forth with uh maybe somebody breaks in uh to the to a museum yeah awakes this spirit and the spirit then uh puts itself onto this this museum robber and then that's the vessel vessel in which he comes to take the power back from our our guy yes that's great yeah and because he's immortal Mm -hmm. there's also the element of anybody that he does have relationships with is Mm -hmm. going to be a speck of dust right Uh, so maybe there's a kind of a, a longing to be human there's a longing to age and feel uh that sense of urgency of having a short life and by the end through this conflict with the spirit he defeats the spirit which then removes the air dissolves the spirit's power which takes away the power that he's been given and then he just lives Mm -hmm. a normal life by the end yeah that's good i obviously that was one thought for the end like that to end happy for him Another one, so we also have to kind of settle on, like, once this, yes, the conflict is this entity messing with this 
with our, our main character. But like, what does that look like? What's it building towards? And like, how does that kind of climax, you know? Yeah. What, what does this conflict look like? And so I was thinking of one, he defeats it, it goes away and he gets to live out his days as he, as he wants to. And then another one was like this guy using whatever vessel it's using tries to take over the world in a roundabout way. It tries to do something different. Mm -hmm. And our guy's trying to stop him from doing that thing. And in doing that, so if he were, if this entity were to do this horrible thing and take over the world, mm -hmm. that would also free our main character of his burden. But he doesn't want to see the world destroyed or injured in the way that this entity is trying to do it. So he ends up overcoming it. That doesn't kill it. That doesn't fulfill his contract. So he's content or... He comes at peace with himself for sacrificing his mortality. life. Not really, but his, his mortality. Yeah, sacrificing his mortality to save Sacrificing mankind. his mortality. That's really interesting. Yeah. That might be too like, deep for yeah. the mood that I was thinking of. But uh -huh. I think that that has really cool implications. Yeah. That's why I was, I, I was he not hesitant, but like, didn't want to call it a comedy because I had that tone yeah. in mind. So we can obviously do it both ways. And given all the shticks we could do with this ancient dude trying to date and live a normal life, we might not want to go so serious. Or it, it might not feel so um, yeah good. Uh, <laughs> um, appropriate. Yeah. Way. That's not an appropriate way to end that. That yeah. kind of mood, but it doesn't have to. Okay. It, even if even yeah. if that is the way we go, and he has to just live out his days, we it doesn't have to. Maybe he comes at, comes to terms with it in a healthy way. Yeah, and maybe we leave the door open for this could also happen. So maybe there's another way. Maybe there's a loophole. Ooh, a budding franchise. It, <laughs> this is a blossoming franchise. Oh, that's a great movie. Internship. You were quoting that, right? Yeah, I was. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Well, I yeah, do that. Yeah, I do that I, often, where I, I quote something, and I'm like, "That's in my head. I don't know where it's from." But no, that's it. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I, I I was definitely like consciously quoting that. But gotcha. I was just trying to think of like what other things we could do here. Yeah, I think we got to add uh, in so... um, more characters to it. Yeah. Initial um, drafts had a couple students involved, so he's a professor of history, of course. These two students notice something that, that gets them thinking because, like, this guy doesn't look normal. Uh, I, ha I had him being very large, Conan the Barbarian type size. <laughs> um, uh, so they, like, start putting two and two together and they, they see him in an old uh, old picture, older than he obviously should be. Oh, yeah. Um, and so they kind of get in on this. Can't have them telling people. So he, like, lets them help do whatever the conflict is yeah so so he is a, like approached by these students towards the beginning yeah yeah and then he like tries to shut things down and then once this entity comes back in and he sees uh room for assistance in stopping this thing from taking over the world uh-huh he enlists their help yeah could be or it could be that for some reason this entity has earmark these students as friends of our guy and he he needs yeah. to get them involved to like protect them and then this this was also part of the original idea so but um feel free to veto the foe he meets at the beginning that beats him the first time 
part of the yeah. deal he makes with this entity is okay one let me beat this guy two let me take over the world let, let me rule have domain over the earth um and by doing that he he wrapped this guy this foe uh into his fate so so this guy died he, he died on battle trying to beat him the second time but each time he dies he comes back because this soul is entwined in this deal so to win or to to be able to die at this point he has to beat this guy and take over the world he has to do those two things and each time he beats the guy and doesn't take over the world he has to beat the guy again over the years he just gave up beating this guy and they would find each other and become friends and try to figure out how to ah. overdo it uh overthrow it or whatever so i like that because i did have the thought of someone being in it with him yeah and i like how that fits in right we don't have to go this path but this was an, another thing i was uh working on if we want any sort of spicy twists we can have it where so again this this goes with the little more serious ending where he accepts yeah. immortality by accepting immortality that would mean that this this guy his his friend now would also have to continue living on a loop yeah. Oh, and that was actually how he became a professor at this university because this guy has a different life every time because he's born to a different body. Yeah. Um, and this time he, the parents he was born to were like teachers or something. That's how he got on this path. And he like gets jobs for the guy. So he's not always a professor, but um, he has whatever job is kind of like help lined up to because he doesn't have birth certificate or actual information to get a, like to actually apply for a job himself. So he got it he gets jobs through this guy hmm. and who like in turn helps hide him from everyone else but anyway uh that would if he were to accept immortality that would mean this guy's soul would continue on the loop uh forever and while he feigns being okay with that he's not and a and some point turns and like starts to help the spirit entity thing oh yeah yeah because he definitely gets the short end of the stick. He has to consciously go through childhood and old age. Yeah. Each time. Yeah, and die. <laughs> I like it. I want to keep that. And yeah. I think that we can do like really fun, like cutscenes to like old like old times. Yes. Yes. Like he's on a he's on a date and he's. You know, over the years, he's uh, sorry. I'm like obsessed with him going on dates. No, it's uh, well, but it's vital to the story. But he's he he's over the years become a a wine connoisseur and uh, uh, is speaking of speaking about trips that he's taken uh, to uh, Italy and uh, uh, France for. Mm wine uh his his love of wine of yeah. fine wines mm. and we just like cut to like really old guard <laughs> yeah. he's just like he's just having a drink with napoleon or something i like it that's good does it is oh, he going guys. through those uh in his head as he's talking to this modern date yeah about, yeah not yeah there's so much so much that could be done with flashbacks uh in, in a yeah a comical way oh, i like it oh sweet should we write a script? Should we write a screenplay? That's the next step. It's the next step. Not coming soon implies that it's coming. 
think we give it a try. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Give it a shot. Why not? You know? Yeah. I want you, Jeff, Mm -hmm. to connect for me Johnny Galecki and Jim Carrey. Uh, And we don't do uh, TV shows? Is Is that correct? We do not do TV shows. Okay. Well, then I have one Johnny Galecki movie to go off of. There's another one that I was banking on you not knowing, so... You did well. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. So we have Johnny Galecki in Christmas Vacation. Who else is in Christmas Vacation? We have Brian Dole Murray. Nice. We have Chevy Chase, of course. Mm-hmm. We have Juliette Lewis. Mm-hmm. I think those are my three my three big ones that There's I could go with. There's another pretty good one. Randy Quaid? Randy Quaid will get me there? I'm... Dude, I'm, I'm not a huge Randy Quaid head. Okay. Um, Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey, and Jim Carrey. <laughs> trailer for Lemony Snicket. Right? The trailer for a series of unfortunate events. Heck yeah. This way to the reptile room. I apologize for my... Uh... I've done this many a time. Do not feel bad. Man, I'm ashamed. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be. Uh, J- Johnny Galecki's a deep... That's That's a tough one. The one I went from was a Johnny Galecki cameo, so like... Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we have Johnny Galecki and Jim Carrey. Johnny Galecki, I have. I have the I have the Johnny Galecki that I have to use. And I have a few options that stem from that Johnny Galecki role. Mm. Um, the, the Jim Carrey one is a vast pool of talent. Interesting. Okay, okay. Jim Carrey... Like, the scene was almost, how many famous people can we get? Oh, okay. All right. I know what you're saying. I know what you're doing. Do I want to do that, though? Do I want to do that? Okay, so you you have a deep cut Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is in Anchorman 2. Yes. With... That's okay. That's okay. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Don't even yeah. worry. Don't even worry. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Hit it. Uh, Hit it. All right. Yeah. You ready? Oh, yeah. Johnny Galecki is in Christmas Vacation with Juliette Lewis. Oh, okay. Who is in California with Brad Pitt. With a K. Who is in Seven with Morgan Freeman. Who is in Bruce Almighty with nice. Jim Carrey. Wow. <sighs> wow, that was, that was a good one. That was a fun one. That's That was fun. Um... <laughs> What what Johnny Galecki movie did you use? Hancock. He's in Hancock. <laughs> he's like he's like in Hancock for like two scenes. He's like some marketing guy that Jason Bateman is trying to get his uh heartfelt campaign thing, the all heart. Oh man. He's, yeah. I want to watch Hancock again. Watch Hancock. I haven't seen that in so Dude. long. Oh so anyway, gosh. Hancock with Will Smith. Will Smith, Anchorman too. Uh, or if you wanted to do Christmas Vacation, you do Johnny Galecki's in Christmas Vacation with Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid is in Independence Day with Will Smith, who ah. is in Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, to be honest with you, to be honest with you, I don't think I've seen Independence Day. Ever? Ever. What do you do on July 4th? <laughs> I salute the flag for 12 straight hours. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I think it's going to do it for us, folks. Thank you for tuning in. 
Uh, it's been a great time uh, doing the second installment of The Ancient Warrior. Tune in however many weeks later for the epic conclusion of the story. I know you're all hanging on the edge of your... Pins and needles, my friend. Ooh, yeah. It's going to be exciting. Well, this time, and most likely next time, I have been Ryan Myers. I have been Jeff Myers. And we'll catch you next time on Not Coming Soon. Mm -hmm.